Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Florida. Brought to you by Tico People's Gas, at the heart of Florida's energy. In this episode, cost-effective clean energy is the focus, as Tampa Bay Business Journal publisher and market president Ian Anderson welcomes an industry leader. Welcome, everyone, to Florida Business Minds, the podcast that brings you insights and perspectives from some of Florida's most influential leaders. I'm Ian Anderson, and today we have the privilege of sitting down with a true leader in the world of energy strategy and innovation. Our guest today is Joanne Wheely, the Vice President of Strategy, Marketing, and Communications at Tico People's Gas, with a remarkable career spanning over three decades in the energy industry. Joanne's journey has taken her through various roles, contributing to her deep expertise in natural gas programs, economic development, and customer satisfaction. Joanne, we can get right into it. I've been looking forward to this conversation. Could you start just a brief overview of your extensive career at Tico People's Gas and the various roles that you've held, really leading to your current position now as the Vice President of Strategy, Marketing, and Communications? Well, thank you so much, Ian, for having me today. I really do appreciate it. As you mentioned, I do have quite a bit of experience in the energy business. I'd like to say I started as a teenager, but that really wouldn't be true. However, my time at Tico has taken me through several different positions at the electric company, Tampa Electric Company specifically. And I came in with a CPA background. So I came in as an auditor to the company. And what that allowed me to do was get to know the business and be exposed to a lot of different departments. From there, I really got into a lot more work around fuels and power marketing. And then I had an opportunity about a dozen years ago to move over to the gas side. And I've been very fortunate to be able to be an officer of the gas company for the last six or seven years and had a variety of different positions in sales and marketing and now in strategy, marketing and communications. Over the span of that time, I mean, just Florida's needs are obviously unique, but we're expanding and we have our population growing at such a fast rate. Add to that the exposure to the tropical weather that we that we have really become familiar with. How do these factors into your strategy and to people's gas strategy and the energy landscape across the state in general? I guess, what are some of the challenges and what are some of those opportunities that you face? That's a great segue into talking more about the business. And Florida, as, as you've said, is such a growing state. And we've had the benefit of just a huge boom in population growth. You've heard over time and from many different publications that it's growing by about a thousand people a day. So you can well imagine it's added to businesses and residential opportunities for the gas company. We're uniquely positioned because we actually serve some of the largest metropolitan areas in the state and we have 14 division offices around the state. And so we have the unique challenge as well as opportunity of trying to serve a lot of new customers. The interesting part about the gas business in Florida is you would think that we would have a lot of customers and have a deep penetration into the marketplace, but we really don't. We have a lot of opportunity 
because gas didn't become a staple in the state until the late 50s. As everybody knows, our geography is we're a peninsula, and we really didn't have active pipelines in the state coming from the major gas resources in the southeast until, like I said, the late 50s. So when homes and businesses were built here up until that time, they weren't provided energy by natural gas. So since then, though, we've really been trying to build that base. In doing so, we are trying to meet the energy needs of all of the population of Florida. And again, as I said, we're, we're uniquely positioned to do that. Many newcomers to Florida, they're surprised that natural gas isn't available everywhere. And I was just going to ask, what are your plans to expand its reach? And I guess, and what factors kind of contribute to the availability of natural gas in regions across the state? Yes, many of our constituents that move from different climates and different states expect it to be in their homes and actually available for some of their business needs. And in a lot of cases, it's not. So we've been very fortunate to be able to grow at paces even larger than some of the population growth that we've seen. We are very bullish on the economy in Florida. And so we try to to reach as many customers as we can to provide this very economic, affordable, and reliable resource to all Floridians. Interestingly enough, while many of our electric companies here in the state, including Tampa Electric, have really chosen to add a lot of renewables to their system, we've been very fortunate to be one of the providers of about 75% of the electric needs in the state being powered by natural gas. And so we are really a staple and we really do add to the generation mix here in the state of Florida. Absolutely. So Florida, we just dodged a hurricane coming through this year. Obviously we had Hurricane Ian last year. Energy resilience is something and being able to stay up, especially our critical infrastructure, whether it's nursing homes, hospitals, or really just our areas that really can't afford to lose power and I know when I first started learning about natural gas, I guess normal consumers don't really think about the difference of how resilient one power system is versus the other, but natural gas really is more resilient. Can you share a little bit about how the reliability and the resilience of power and how that really, how natural gas allows some of these critical systems to stay online? Absolutely. As many Floridians know, natural gas is piped and plumbed to your home or business. And so those are all underground facilities, which naturally make it less susceptible to a weather event. Mm -hmm. And so unlike some of our power lines and other things that are above ground that are are susceptible, we tend to be available greater than 95 to 99% of the time, even during the most severe weather that the state sees. Mm -hmm. And so with that, we know that, again, power generation is extremely important to Floridians for all of their needs, whether it's water heating, air conditioning and the like. And so what we found, especially most recently with all of these hurricanes and other tropical storm events, is that more and more folks are adding backup power generation to their buildings, their businesses, and we've just become even that much more of an essential part of the energy mix and the power framework for the state, which is great. 
The challenge becomes getting to all of those places in an affordable way, and then knowing all of those places where folks have added backup power generation to the mix so that we can reliably and safely serve them over time, and especially after the storms pass and there's a power generation need. Right. Just moving along to other things that businesses and consumers are concerned with, and that's energy costs, right? I mean, costs fluctuate, you know, not just energy. We're in an inflationary environment. It's something that we kind of battle with every day. Now, can you shed some light on how the price of natural gas is established and what are some of the factors that influence really the fluctuations or just influence the cost of natural gas service for users in the state in, in general? Sure, I'd be happy to. So natural gas is a traded commodity, just like other commodities. The price is set by market forces, supply and demand. And it can be impacted by things such as weather or even sometimes geopolitical prices. Sometimes it's affected by the price of other commodities like diesel or gasoline. And so the good news for our consumers that use natural gas is that the price of natural gas that we charge to our customers is just a pass-through. There's no markup on it. And whatever we pay for that is passed through to the consumer. And so our monthly charges are just that, just a pass-through. The difference with natural gas and the users and the consumers that we have is that we call it about direct use of natural gas. And so it's just a lot more efficient and affordable than, say, some of the other uses of, say, a diesel operation or those that are being provided electricity through the grid that's a little bit more a less efficient product. We just pass through the cost of natural gas to the direct end use consumer. Great. Thank you for that. It almost seems counterintuitive, but People's Gas works with businesses and residential customers to promote saving energy and energy conservation, right? And reducing overall energy consumption. So as a utility or as a provider, it doesn't necessarily seem intuitive that you would do that, but you do. Whether it's rebates or just conservation, that's something that's an active focus for People's Gas. Can you share why that's important? Why reducing overall consumption and also ways that Tico People's Gas is working with businesses to do so? Yes, it does seem counterintuitive, right? Uh, yeah. Why would we want yeah. to sell less of our product? Yes. However, we take that very seriously and we want consumers in Florida to have the most cost efficient energy product for their homes and businesses. And so one of our nice offerings is that we differentiate ourselves by offering cashback rebates to both residential and businesses alike. And they're offered on different types of equipment and appliances, and they really are there to offset the cost of a new appliance that may be more efficient. So it's helping the consumer add something new to their home or business that again, can be offer a much more affordable energy usage product to their building envelope. I know it seems, again, counterintuitive, but just for instance, last year, we were able to offer $21 million in rebates for new equipment that save a lot of energy costs for the consumer. Last year alone, we paid about 46,000 rebates in total, and we were able to then allow our consumers to upgrade equipment that saved about 560,000 therms of natural gas last year. It sounds like a lot, and it really is. Again, we offer those rebates to both residential and commercial businesses, and all of that information is on our website, which is www.peoplesgas.com, 
And we encourage anyone who's listening today to certainly go out and research what may be available for them to offset their future appliance needs. Joanne Wheelie joining us. Next, opportunities for developers across the state when Florida Business Minds continues. People's Gas, working with businesses across Florida to lower energy usage and costs with efficient natural gas. Get cashback energy conservation rebates when you install new natural gas equipment. Learn more at peoplesgas.com slash bizrebates. One of the industries that you work closely with is construction, and that's also the developers and construction companies are very much readers of the business journals to keep up with the latest projects and the dirt that's moving around the state, which there's no shortage of. But that's also a key industry that People's Gas works closely with, really to ensure that natural gas infrastructure keeps pace with this growth. Can you share a little bit about the intersection between People's Gas and construction? Interestingly enough, as we mentioned earlier in our conversation, we have a lot of consumers that move from out of state. And when they come here to Florida and they start to possibly look for a new home, a lot of times they're looking around and they're seeing that natural gas may not be available in a particular town or city or or county, and they're surprised by that. And so in working with a lot of our new construction developers, especially on the residential side, and a lot of times the business side, we talk to them about, again, the affordability, the efficiency, and the demand for natural gas. And how can we work together to provide that and make it an attractive alternative for their home or business? On the commercial side, we talk to As you well know, we have a huge hospitality industry here. And so we know that folks that own hotels or restaurants use natural gas in their business on a daily basis. And so we talk to them about the different, not only rebates that may be available for their appliances as they're constructing, but also about the efficiency and how it can lower their overall energy spend for their building envelope. When we have folks that come from the north and come to uh, to sunny Florida, let's say in the wintertime, they want to get into a warm pool. And so we work with folks on pool heaters and water heaters and laundry equipment and the like. And so we really see it as an essential type service for a lot of consumers in the state. Wrapping up here, I did want to kind of look ahead Now, you're involved with a number of industry associations, uh, like the Florida Natural Gas Association, the American Gas Association. How do you see the future of natural gas in Florida evolving, especially in the context of renewable energy growth and even environmental consideration? That is an excellent question. And so natural gas is a topic of conversation, I will say, around the country. As we talked about earlier, It is certainly the backbone of the energy system, the electric grid system, even here in the state of Florida. And so we feel that, as do I, that natural gas is really an enabler for other things to come. It's that reliable backbone, that stable product that when the sun doesn't shine or the wind doesn't blow, natural gas is sort of here to provide that reliability and stability. We know that, again, as we talked about, we have a huge coastline in Florida. We know that LNG, which is liquefied natural gas, 
is a large product that is under consideration for our cruise lines and our coastwise shipping. And they're looking at that as an energy alternative to, let's say, reduce emissions for things like diesel and other you know, oil products that because of new legislation, they're going to have to make some switching to. So we know LNG, liquefied natural gas, is something that the ports are very much looking into. Compressed natural gas, which is just a compressed form of natural gas under a much higher pressure, is being used in transportation industry. We have a lot of cities that are using it for bus fleets, as well as their refuse trucks. And so we know that compressed natural gas is a large energy product that is being considered. And then I will say the last thing that is rather innovative that we're very proud of being a part of is something that's called renewable natural gas. And that is where we're taking methane from sources like landfills and farms and wastewater treatment plants and actually converting it, cleaning it up and actually making it pipeline quality and putting it on the natural gas system. So we feel like we have a lot of things, irons in the fire, if you will, and a lot of additional new strategic work to do in those regards. But we feel like LNG, CNG, and RNG, sort of the alphabet soup of natural gas, are the new future for natural gas in Florida. Joanne, I have no doubt that our needs will continue to evolve. And I have no doubt that the needs in Florida will certainly continue to evolve as the state grows. And it's always a pleasure checking in with Tico People's Gas and just hearing about what you're doing to help meet the growth and also energy conservation and really support businesses and consumers across the state. I know our audience and the CEOs listening across the Sunshine State will also appreciate that. So we thank you for stepping in and sharing your insight today. Thanks so much for having me today, Ian. Thank you for downloading Florida Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Florida. Brought to you by Tico People's Gas, at the heart of Florida's energy.